Welcome to the Monday edition of the Mike Davis Show here in St. Augustine, Florida. And I have, as always, with me, my beautiful co-host, Amanda. That's not Amanda. She'll be on shortly. Yes. Yeah, that's not her picture. If I drew a picture of Amanda, it would not look that good. So it has been a Monday. Um, boy, what Monday. a day it has been. We've done hours of show prep. We have three of the five questions written. We'll get this. We'll get this. We got this whole thing. We're ready to roll. Mm -hmm. uh, and the first thing we're going to do on Monday, like we do every day, is we're going to do some ad reads so we can make mm -hmm. some money to pay for the show on the 904 Now Network. Thank you, Pete Melfi, for having the most amazing network ever. Best Absolutely. app in the history of apps. Mm -hmm. There was somebody who was not even a close second. I can't yeah. remember who it was. Probably some driving app or something helps people get around. <laughs> Probably drives them into lakes. But it's not as good as the Pete Melvin 904 Now app where you get all the information on the 904 Now that you possibly need. And we'd like to thank Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency. They've been in business since 2008. They proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hail, and fires. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. Ashley Casey credits their honesty and integrity as their core values and says they pride themselves on being insurance experts while developing strategies to help their clients meet their insurance needs. Uh, they truly enjoy the relationships they forged in the office, uh, and they love St. Augustine. Mm -hmm. Give Absolutely. them a call, the Casey Agency. And we have Abear Kresge and Associates. They are a full-service local CPA firm with a team of skilled professionals dedicated to providing top-level service in the areas of tax compliance, planning for businesses, individuals, estates, and trusts, audits, reviews with other accounting services, business valuations, forensic analysis, and litigation support. You can reach them at 904-460-0747. Or online at abercreskycpa.com. And Ward Medical Services, they are the only local family-owned medical equipment supplier in the St. John's County area. Trusted by local doctors and hospitals for over 22 years, Ward Medical should be your first call for everything from wheelchairs to home oxygen and sleep therapy equipment and supplies. Stop by their local showroom at 2435 US 1, just south of Walmart in the Lewis Point Plaza. You can also call them at 904 794 9600, Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, from our home to yours, Ward Medical Services. And Land Title of America, whether you realize it or not, when you refinance a sale or purchase of a home, there is a title company involved. Don't get stuck with some out of town company that doesn't give a crap when you're faced with challenges. Stay local. Choose Land Title of America, text or call Stephen Collins at 904-501-4481. He specializes in all types of real estate transactions. Land Title, your local title company, ensuring America's land one title at a time because they give a... They give a crap. Yes, they do. <laughs> all right. Whew. Okay. So we'll just start with the easy stuff before we dive into the deep end of news mm -hmm. in the pool. How was your weekend? Um, my weekend was I tried to re recuperate, tried to have a restful weekend. I did the same. Yeah. Monday struck back hard, though. Yeah, it did. It's work is a hard, it's a four-letter word, I'm telling you. Turns out resting on the weekend doesn't mean I'm rested on Monday. I have to agree with that. <laughs> I have to fully agree with that because I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. it's Monday. And it's been a fun Monday and it's been a great mm -hmm. Monday, but it's still been... 
Monday. It's been a Monday. It's been Monday. Uh, by the way, we're going to go to our Bozard Ford community update. Mm-hmm. Task Force Hydro One, a group we love. They're having mm-hmm. their grand luau. August 25th, it's less than, a, well, it's a little bit more than a month away. Yeah. Um, but they're going to have catered Hawaiian food, music, hula dancers, and a silent auction. We'll have more information. The show will be doing a little sponsorship awesome. with them as well. And we'll have them come in and talk to us. I have to call Leo back or text mm-hmm. him. That's all on me. Leo, you've done everything. It's been my fault, buddy. <laughs> but it's been a bit busy. And Yeah. Yeah. So I did see something amazing this weekend. Speaking of surfing. I saw something that I wished I was able to get a picture of, but I can't. I have mm-hmm. a mental image of it. <laughs> so I was surfing with the Rapero family. Okay. Uh, Sal Solomon, who I, I go train mm-hmm. with, his son, Chris, who's an amazing surfer and mm-hmm. athlete, just an all-around good dude. Yeah. And Chris's daughter. How old is she? Bea. Bea, so I'm going to say she's probably about eight, Yeah, nine. she's young. She's young, right? Um we were surfing on Sunday. It was a smaller day. Everybody was on little longer boards, mm-hmm. except for Chris, who can ride anything no matter what. Um, and Bay, it doesn't matter because she doesn't weigh anything, right? Yeah. Um, but this wave came in and all three of them caught the wave. Mm-hmm. One family, three generations surfing a wave. That's It was cool. really, I got to tell you, as a guy surfing, it's rare you get out there and go, I've never seen that before. Yeah. But I, I thought that's really cool. I that thought is it was really, really cool. good. Yeah. I loved it. It was great for them. Really cool family. Yeah. Need to see. Either the dad or the granddad cut off the granddaughter because she was in the middle, but I'm not going to say who was who. <gasps> I hold, and it was actually just a party wave. Anyway. <laughs> it was just a party wave. So, but it okay. was fun to watch that. Beach was beautiful this weekend. Mm-hmm. Wasn't as crowded in the morning. I have no idea what it's like in the afternoon because I don't go back. Yeah. So, yeah. That was it. That was my. You don't um, do beach in the afternoon? I try not to. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I, used to, I used to enjoy those evening surf sessions, but yeah, I'm yeah. going to get in, get your surf done in the morning, and then go do stuff the rest of the day, mm-hmm. like yard work, Ooh. which was hot. I bet. It was very, it's very rainy. It's hot. It was rainy. I did get a lot of things done, but it was, it was, it was pretty good. So It appears there are two clocks. <gasps> we have two clocks? But they're both in a box. Where are our clocks in a box? <laughs> clocks in a box over by the trash can. We have can. clocks in a box? <laughs> we do. Would you, could you with a clock in a box? <laughs> I can go get it. No, I, well, if you want to, yeah, if you want to put it on me, I'll read the titles. Okay. We can let you guys chime in. We'd love to hear which one you want to do first. We have all kinds of stories here. Well, some um, viewers before, are giving shout outs to Davey. He had a <gasps> special news appearance. Da- we might as well do Davey news first. I was going to yes. save it till the end, but you okay. Davey lovers out there, or I excuse know. me, Ken lovers. Yes, the 904 Ken. The 904 Ken, mm-hmm. the Ken lover. Yeah. I, yeah, he was so happy this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the parking lot and I hear, hey, buddy. And I look and it's Davey, of course, because it's like, who's so chipper that early in the morning? Yeah. But it was Davey, of course. And he was telling me he was doing an appearance today on a TV show because he's the lookalike Ken. Mm-hmm. Did he get voted to be the lookalike Ken? Did they pick him to be the lookalike Ken? There what was, do you know? There were announcements on Facebook about it. Mm-hmm. And so Davey had the announcement that he shared this weekend along with the, you know, time that he was going to be on the show. And so very excited for Davey. He did an excellent job. They were all standing around the table in the, the appearance. So you can see just how massive and strong Davey is. Um, he's very tall, very strong, strapping young man. Um, so yes, there was lots of lots of fun Davy Ken love. And now he's gonna be a gypsy cab. Celebrating the locals. 
Is he performing at Gypsy Cab or just appearing at Gypsy Cab? I think Cab? you just get to have dinner with him and get a discount if you show up. All right, go have dinner with Davey. He would enjoy mm-hmm. that. That's today. Yep. So St. Augustine Locals uh, will receive a 20% off today with local ID. It's dining only. Um, there's like dinner uh, or past lunch, but you can still have dinner with Davey at Gypsy Cab or in honor of Davey. I don't know exactly what that's about, but he is our local celebrity and the coolest guy I know. That'd be awesome. Jimmy Jam is on primetime TV tonight. Food Network, 10 p.m., Barbecue USA. Awesome. Thanks, Tim, for that update. Yep. So it was Saturday, I think, that he got the call from First Coast Living. I'm going to have to tape the show because that is way past my bedtime. (laughs) It is hours past my bedtime. Well, because you wake up very early to surf. Yes. Going to dive it. What does Robin mean, I'm going to dive it? DVR it. I think that's what she means. Yeah, that's probably it. I I can read. I I get that too. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, apparently the U.S. is in a, I don't, I tossed the story because I didn't think it was that big a deal, but misspelling came up. Mm -hmm. So apparently .mil is a military extension when military Mm -hmm. people are emailing other military people with email, but .ml is Molly, which has a relationship with the Russians. Okay. So... If people in the military forget the I, they could be sending sensitive information to Molly. Now, this has only been Awkward out there. <laughs> it's only been out there for like 10 years. Uh, email's been around for a while. I mean, no, the, this mistake for 10 years, I'm like, no, ever since Molly took ML and not mm-hmm. MIL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it's been out that long. It's been intentional. People have been doing it that long. And mm-hmm. the Russians supposedly uh, are good friends with the Molinese. I don't even know if that's a word, but it sounded good. I'll buy it. It sounded really, really good. So they're friends with them. And uh, so they're worried that secrets could be getting into the hands of the Russians. Yeah. All you got to do is watch Joe Biden's latest interview. They can figure that out. (laughs) He'll tell them anything they want to know. Any word on a Russian Kramer who's doing their own version of movie phone on the email? No. No? No. What's going on? Do you know something? No. Like, remember Kramer's phone number was one number off from the movie phone number? Oh, and he would and do so that. He, he would was, read the... He was starting to... Tonight at the movie theater. <laughs> Why don't you An English patient starts movie. at... <laughs> what movie do you want to see? Yeah, he would have them push <laughs> the buttons and then realize you couldn't tell the difference between the buttons. So why don't you just tell yeah, me just what movie you want to see? Yeah, I now I remember that. Yeah. Seinfeld's always so good. It's there's always a Seinfeld reference. Always. We should do a show where you guys submit the stories and we figure out the Seinfeld reference. All right, you just gave me one of our questions. <laughs> oh man. Yep, I got a question out of that. Right. So yep. That's good. Yeah. See, I told you we've got this. We have it. We're only one short. <laughs> so, yep, we got it. Favorite Seinfeld re- reference will be in five questions mm-hmm. to give you and the audience a chance to think about it. All right. All right. Uh, topics and audience, if you want to chime in. We'd love to. Uh, I do not think there's a stripper story in here, but we may find one before the end of the show. Who knows? Who knows what'll happen? Who knows? All right. So here, here's our times. Low gear. Low gear. Say it isn't so cold. Say it isn't so cold. Uh, is that really safe? Hold my beer and mistiming badly. Again, I feel like hold my beer and mistiming badly. And is it really safe for all the same stories? Um, let's do. <laughs> not that they're, they're honestly not. They're honestly it could not. Be. Um, <laughs> so why don't we go with um, mistiming badly? 
Mistiming badly. Okay. So a cruise ship and the Ambassador Cruise Line had to apologize to its customers this past week because they uh, landed in the Faroe Islands. And it wasn't that they landed in the Faroe Islands. They landed in the Faroe Islands during the Faroe Islands whale and dolphin hunt, Mm -hmm. which happens annually. And apparently it happens more than once or twice annually. And the passengers saw several, 78 being several, pilot whales Mm -hmm. killed and members of, they're members of the dolphin family. They are members of the dolphin Mm -hmm. family. Yeah. So they were killed. So as a marine biologist, do you want us to declare nuclear war on the Faroe Islands? So um, the Marine Mammal Protection Act is a thing. And the Faroe Islands are one of the locations that refuse to sign on because culturally it's part of their male rite of passage ritual to do this uh, drive fishery with pilot whales is something that the marine mammal community um, scientists, caretakers have been trying to um, get them to stop doing for a very long time. So that is quite the um, bad timing for the cruise ship to dock at the Faroe Islands. I mean, it's not like the Faroe Island Islanders don't know that this is a controversial thing. They do know it's a controversial thing. Like they could have been kind to the cruise lines and given mm-hmm. them a heads up. Like, yes, we will clear clear you to dock, but just be aware all of the water that you're going to be sitting in is red with the blood of pilot whales. That would have been a nice heads up because that's awkward. And terrible. And I think the cruise line missed an, an opportunity. Uh, today we'll be docking at the Faroe Islands um, from 8 a.m. when we dock until noon when something happens on the beach that you shouldn't see. Drinks are free in the bar. <laughs> no, because then everyone would have stayed. <laughs> in the bar, yes. They would have stayed in the bar. It's a cruise ship, the entire thing's a bar. I know, but th- that would have kept them off the beach from seeing the whales that were dying. There everywhere. They would have been on the pool decks. Uh, <laughs> they would have been watching. It's terrible. Only at the indoor bar with no windows. At the casino. Yeah, only interior bars. Free chips at the casino today. <laughs> Learn how to... I mean, they could have come up with any number of things to keep them on the ship. Uh, that, but that would have cost them money. Yes. And they didn't. But when they do these, like... The entire beach is red and the the waters are red for hours. It's really, it's gross and it's tragic and it's horrible. And I wish we could convince them that like this isn't a thing that they should be doing. The the pictures were horrible. It's bad. Uh, They killed a hundred, last year, uh, 1400 dolphins in just one hunt. Mm -hmm. Um, But they say that they're keeping track of all the numbers of the species of the whales and the dolphins in the area, and they're not impacting it. Oh, sure. A a hunter would say, Mm -hmm. right? Well, you know, so marine mammals don't have a super fast, I mean, it's not the slowest, but they don't have a super fast uh, gestation cycle. It's so for everyone that's gone, it takes about 12 months worth of gestation and then three to five years worth of uh, maturation to get them to breeding age. So we're talking you know, six years to replace an individual. It's a lot of death. So in sadness. a statement from the Faroese government, 
mm-hmm. which sounds like it was written in the 1950s or 60s, right? Before people became, you know, a little more caring about marine animal, animals, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I, I read this and I think they just took something they put out in 1945 and said, we'll just put this out well, again. Well, it's because for they forever. don't care. They don't care about them the way we do. No. So I'm sure it's wildly insensitive to our ears. Uh, that the practice is deemed sustainable, requiring all hunters to carry a license and only hunt in designated areas. It mm-hmm. notes that the total population in the region is around 778,000. I find that number staggeringly high, but I am not a marine biologist. Mm-hmm. And only about 100,000 come near the Faroe Islands each year, of which they claim to only kill the smallest portion. Mm -hmm. This sentence is the one that got me. Whaling in the Faroe Islands has been regulated for centuries. Okay, yeah. The law explicitly states that the hunt is to be conducted in such a way as to cause as little suffering to the whales as possible, as though death is not suffering. Well, there's no quick way to kill a whale or a dolphin. That's just... There are some animals that you can kill quickly. Uh, there are some animals that you cannot. And there's just a lot of, it's just the way their bodies are made. There's a lot of blubber. There's a lot of um, protection that their vascular system has. Yep. And so trying to get a kill shot to the brain through a very hard skull or uh, heart is almost impossible going through all the skin and the blubber and everything it's just it's not a um it's not a fast death and it's terrible and i hate it i hate it i just hate it i just i i they were talking about oh this the meat's for sale mm-hmm. and it's given away and i'm like i'm not eating whale. there's things i won't eat that's no. one of the things i will not eat i know people that have tried whale meat mm. it's it's very oily as you would imagine and um it's not something that American palates appreciate. Mm-mm. It is considered a delicacy in parts of the world where they're big on hunting these animals. So, um, and Barbara Jean points out, you know, endangered species can, um, can we hunt the hunters? Uh, yeah, I don't know that that's the answer. <laughs> I get the sentiment. I mean, life is death. I mean, that's just reality. You're killing something to eat, whether it be a plant or whether it be an animal. Um, that's just reality. And so hunting responsible, responsibly is important to me. I'm not against hunters. I, I just don't like the idea of hunting animals that you can't kill quickly. And there's just not a way that I'm aware of that you can kill a whale or a dolphin quickly. Yeah. So I don't feel like that's a humane kill. I first of all, I just think it's long past time to hunt those animals. Yeah, that's just me. There's other animals I think you can hunt. There's other animals you have to kill mm-hmm. to be able to eat. That's how the world works: is mm-hmm. that animals eat other animals, and we're unfortunately humans are animals as well. And I, I mm-hmm. yeah, I, I get it. And the problem with um, the endangered species list, as far as trying to limit hunting, is. The same with the lock. A lock keeps out an honest person. An endangered species list only stops the harvesting of animals amongst societies that care about endangered species. Um, So there's lots of societies that couldn't give two hoots about some Western or otherwise foreign scientist coming in and telling them that it's an endangered species that they should respect and not kill. Um, unless you 
respect the science behind it and respect the list, you don't care. Yeah. And a lot of these traditions, I mean, there's tiger testicle soup that's still sold in parts of the world. Um, Walrus penis bone is still sold as um, a Viagra supplement. Rhino tusks. I mean, there's all kinds of, um, we describe it as Eastern medicine um, that uses endangered animals and uses and abuses them. I mean, shark fin soup, there are a lot of non-shark fans, but I don't think any of us think that they should be stripped of their fins and tossed back into the ocean to die a slow, horrible death. As a surfer, I have no issue with shark guns. Shark fin soup? Uh, the shark fin soup, just cutting off the fins and throwing the rest yeah. of the animal away. I have a problem with that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Actually, hunting sharks, I don't have a problem with because they're hunting me. So, And that's a self-defense issue. I know, it is, it is one, isn't it? When you're in a life and death struggle with an animal, then, you know, I feel like you have a right to defend yourself because the animal will defend itself. Yep. So um, nature is where we get the the idea that all all creatures are allowed to protect themselves yep. and protect their young. So self-protection is actually something that we identified from the animal kingdom as something that we too are deserved the right yep. to. Yeah. All right. So that is the most depressing story we're going to do this it's week. Terrible. Of all the stories it's we're going to, it's the most depressing one we're going to do. Okay. So let's get to something a little more lighthearted. You got low gear. Say it isn't so. Is that really safe? Hold my beer um, and we'll try it. Low gear. Low gear. <laughs> All right. This week in Georgia, last week in Georgia, there was a low speed chase. A low speed chase. A Georgia man trying to outrun police mm-hmm. tried a very inventive and original way of attempting to get away. See, the okay. police have cars that go out very high speed. Mm-hmm. He was attempting to outrun them by going slower than what he thought they could go. He okay. stole a tractor. All right. And led police on a low speed chase that OJ went, I went faster than that. <laughs> that ended in a parking lot of what Southern restaurant do you think it ended in the parking lot of? It has to be Cracker Barrel, right? Oh, you are so close. You are in the neighborhood. You're like one house away. It's called the Waffle House. The Waffle House. In the Waffle House. I don't think of Waffle House as a Southern restaurant. I don't know. I see them everywhere in the South. I know. I've eaten at them after drinking in the North also. So I don't think of them as a Southern restaurant. So for you, they're hangover cures, not really Waffle House. Isn't that the only reason why most people go to Waffle House? Uh, Crystal was the place that we all went. Yeah. Crystal was open late in Lakeland. I believe crystal burgers are lamb and beef, right? I have the slightest idea it was there for the bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's simply to absorb the alcohol. Um, I think crystal is one of the largest consumers of land crystal restaurants. Really? Because I think their burgers are a blend of lamb and beef. I did not know that. I didn't know I had lamb burgers before. It might be Whataburger. I might be thinking Whataburger. The Habville Waffle House. Customers scattered while police smothered the suspect and took him in a custody. So... Oh, authorities say the chase reach speeds are 20 miles an hour. Doesn't mean it was 20 miles an hour. The the (laughs) tractor is going through the parking lot of Mm -hmm. the Waffle House. People inside, obviously, are filming 
which is what everybody does. They whip out of your course. phone and you film it so you can post it somewhere. Mm-hmm. One police officer is trying to slow him down with a gun. The guy kind of drives the tractor to the side of him. I don't even know if it's assault with a deadly tractor or not. Mm-hmm. Um, another police officer who must have been a farmer jumped up on the tractor, opened the door as it was moving, grabbed the guy, whipped him out. As the front right tire, left tire, front left tire, hit a car in the parking lot. Ugh. So it's the person filming. Oh, my God, they hit a car. Well, yeah, it's a tractor rolling without a driver in it. It's going to hit something. It's going to hit things. Thank goodness it only hit one car. An empty car rather than the building. Yeah. Okay, so we have Waffle House, Waffle House, also Crystal, and White Castle is all hangover spot. Yes. I knew my cousin Karen would be at the Waffle House. <laughs> I knew Karen would be there. Also, Crystal, she agrees yeah. with you. So, no, there was, th- the thing I missed is how many people, what time in the morning was it? Mm-hmm. And how many people were still hung over at the Waffle House? Or were these all sober people getting ready for the next night of drinking? These might have been professionals. They might have been hung over in the middle of the day. And then I want to know what the driver of the tractor was on. Yeah. Cornmeal? I imagine he was on something that Hunter Biden probably would have wanted a hit of. Maybe, possibly. It's very possible. So I thought, you know, thank goodness the police did not have to do a high-speed chase that day. If he was in a tractor trying to get away, I want to say he was on a downer, though. He was probably weed, maybe sleeping pills. May have been. I don't think it was anything hyper. Yeah, I, I don't go with think that. you would have been able to to stand the speed of the tractor if it wasn't something slow. I can hear see him coming out. I was trying to save the plants from the tractor. I was trying to steal it from the farm to save the plants. Yeah. Plants scream when they're cut down. Yeah, they do. They actually do. Science has discovered. Science has that. discovered. Plants not only scream when they are harvested from, yep. but when they're getting sick, they start to scream before we can tell that they're getting sick. Uh, tractor chases normally occur during the day. Where I come from, Andy. <laughs> Andy, how many times have you been chased by the police and have you ever gotten away? And how long did it take you to make bail? <laughs> you got arrested at the Waffle House in Georgia. Well, I think bail in Georgia is like three bushels of hay or something. Ba- peanuts. So Maybe peanuts. It's peanuts. Get it? It's peanuts. It's peanuts. Because South Georgia has peanut farmers. Get it? We all get it. Such a good dad joke. <laughs> we have gotten pulled over in Georgia. Uh-huh. And it was um, like... Oh, don't worry. I clocked you for the lowest possible ticketed speed. So that's between 10 and 15. That's still qualified. So we're like, okay, well, it's the lowest amount. It's like, turns out you can go up to 15 miles an hour in Georgia before they'll pull you over because that was like the lowest. Mm -hmm. But the lowest ticketable speed qualifies you as a super speeder anyway. So it's not like it matters. It's kind of like, a small being a jumbo at another restaurant. Like mm. these are just words at this point. So they were it's still sp- an expensive ticket. They were speed shaming you. I guess. They were just speed shaming you because you weren't going fast enough to get the ticket. They the wanted ticket. us to be confident that it happens to lots of drivers and it's not a big deal. <laughs> so I, I am constantly amazed whenever people go over the Florida line mm-hmm. or the South Carolina line into Georgia mm-hmm. and they're just Right at the line, they're doing like 85 or 90. I'm like, and then, are you people nuts? Do you not know what's on the other side of that imaginary line? Georgia, man. Radar is on the other side it of is. that line. Yes. Smokey is there. Yeah. Although the last ticket I personally got was in, in Florida. Mm-hmm. I-10. 
Someone was hiding, or was it Madison? Madison. Yeah, Florida. Madison. I was driving home from, I think, wedding dress shopping or something with my mom. And so your wedding? I'm singing. Your yeah, wedding? When okay. I was getting married. Okay. And so I'm like singing songs, driving by myself, just trying to get home. I don't notice how fast I'm going. There's nobody on the road except for the police officer in the median. And he nailed me. How fast were you ticket. going? I don't even remember. Oh, you do too. I just know it's a couple hundred dollars. <laughs> Whatever a couple hundred dollars was in 2006 for a speeding fine. I have not gotten a speed ticket. Well, I do not speed a lot though. Mm. I'm not a big, a little bit over the speed limit, but not. You go to bed early. You wake up early. Just a, basically a good person and for the most part. Don't speed. I don't. Man. I do drink. So lame. <laughs> And I've never hung out with Hunter Biden. So I don't know what any of those things are like. Oh, yeah. Me neither. All right. Um, so we have Say It Isn't So. Say It Isn't So. Let's go. Say It Isn't So. Which say one did I do with Say It Isn't So? <laughs> um, let me figure out. Oh, this story. I forgot. I should mark them on the top. <laughs> so it's a whole story on CNN, which means it could be completely fake news. Mm -hmm. But they have graphs. Isn't that and a satire They right have now? graphs and charts to prove that Is they're right. Is it a Venn right. diagram? No, no. Apparently, those are Come only on, for Harris. vice presidential briefings. I'm sorry. Just fine. So the title is How America Fell Out of Love with Ice Cream. False. Fake news. I think that is completely fake news. And I need you guys to tell me, have you fallen out of love with ice cream? Because I certainly have not. I fell in love with a particular kind of ice cream. I'm still a little salty about it. You better not tell me it's Ben and Jerry's. If you tell me it's Ben and Jerry's, I'm cutting your we camera off for the rest it. of the it show. Was, it was Ben and Jerry's and I wanted it and uh -huh. I can't have it because they're dumb. They were two for one yesterday at the store. Oh. I walked right on by. Two for one. Never slowed down. Ugh. Didn't slow down. Didn't think about it. Just kept right on going. Man. Went right to the ice cream I wanted that was full price and said, nope, I'll show them. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be a little them. less broke, but I'll show them. Ugh. All right, so uh, according to the story, consumption of regular dairy ice cream, right, which does not include frozen yogurt, sorbet, sorbet, as I always call well, it. Well, because those aren't dairy Sorbet's ice creams. Or not, or low-fat ice creams, have been falling for years, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. In 1986, the average American ate 18 pounds of regular ice cream. 86, 18 pounds 18 of regular ice cream. 18 pounds. We were skinnier then. Think Baskin about this. Robbins. That's why Baskin Robbins we was everywhere. We were skinnier when we ate 18 pounds of ice cream. Well, it was 86, so it was made with real sugar, not high fructose <sighs> corn syrup. And it was before they had all kinds of crazy additives that mm -hmm. they put into the cows for milk production. According to the USDA by 2021, the most recent year for data, according to CNN. Uh, it was down a third to just 12 pounds per person. And we are much larger now. So what I've just heard is I need to up my ice cream game to get skinnier. I am thinking that ice cream kept us thin when we ate ice cream. That's what I'm going with. As long as it's like... A lot of ice cream eaten. Organic. We weigh less as a population. <laughs> less ice cream. And now we weigh more. It's obvious that that's obvious. leading to obesity in this country mm -hmm. by not eating enough ice cream. Some, but somewhere in the back of my head, I'm hearing <laughs> uh, correlation does not equal causation, mm -hmm. but I could be wrong. You are wrong. I am wrong. I am wrong. We're going to try this. Okay. Yep. You know what? I can prove this. I'm eating less ice cream now than I did a few years ago, mm -hmm. and I weigh a little bit more. I think I have found out the secret to what I need to be. I'm going to go home and start eating ice cream every single night. In high school, 
in high school, I was eating ice cream just about every night. Yeah. Like five nights a week at least. And I would do vanilla ice cream with hot fudge powder. Yes. Not hot, no, hot chocolate powder. Hot chocolate powder on the vanilla ice cream and you mix it up and you have frozen hot chocolate, which is delicious, especially when Mm. you add marshmallows. Yes. It's very, very good. Um, So I was doing that in high school and I was 150. Man. Gonna have to go back. See, to see what's happened. Mm-hmm. You eat less hot fudge ice cream mm-hmm. with marshmallows on it, and I think you probably were like one fifty two now. But you do sure. weigh more, and so I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I think ice cream is the key to getting us all back to thin. I agree. I have solved the health mm-hmm. crisis in America with one fake story from I'm CNN. So glad I brought, I bought uh, Mush Tracks ice cream. From yes. So anyway, do you know that ice cream took off during the depression? Interesting. Yeah, because people couldn't drink, Mm -hmm. so they started eating ice cream. No wonder it was the Depression. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Prohibition and the Depression coincided. Yes. Coincidence? I think not. Yeah, I don't know. There's all kinds of coincidences in here that we're not sure are true, Mm -hmm. but we're going with them anyway. Maybe this segment should have been called Correlation Does Not Equal Causation. That's a smart title, and I don't do smart titles. (laughs) I do snappy titles. You should have written that title if you wanted that. The other thing they're complaining about is smaller premium pints. Right? You used to get the pint should be a pint. I know, but everybody used to get a half gallon or a gallon of ice cream. Uh And now they're buying smaller portions of ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. My grandfather used to have the like plastic bucket. That had like the hinged Just handle on Daphson. it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And yeah. he would also eat after dinner, he would eat yep. honey on saltine crackers. Mm-hmm. After right. not just dinner, like multiple meals a day, he would just eat saltine crackers uh, with honey. All right. So I don't know. we're we're gonna do favorite ice cream topping. Topping. It's gonna be one of our questions for five questions. All right. So we're cruising through this. All right. We have, uh, we still have, that was say it isn't, sorry, I almost forgot what that uh-huh. was. Uh, is it really safe? Hold my beer or we'll try it. Hold my beer. Okay. There has been a lot written about the Supreme Court lately and yeah. how much money people are making that sit on the Supreme Court and who they hang out with and all this other stuff. Okay. Clarence Thomas, rightly or wrongly, has been the subject of many of these stories. Mm-hmm. However, someone uh, at Headline USA decided to look into Sonia Sotomayor's net worth Interesting. before joining the court and after joining and the court. After. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that the reason this segment is hold my beer is she is showing up everyone in Congress. Mm-hmm. Most people, when they get to Congress, don't have a lot of money, but when they leave Congress, they have a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Our current president is a prime example. Mm-hmm. Having worked as a government Elected official and employee for his entire life. He has become a multimillionaire. Man, if only all servants Mm -hmm. could have that kind of income. I I don't know how it happened. He must be one of the smartest men in the world. Or he had help from his son. He gave birth to the smartest man. (laughs) He had help from his son. In uh, Let's see. So in 2008, Sotomayor's assets were about, uh, they were between 15,000 and 65,000. Okay, 2007, two years before she was uh, nominated by President Barack Obama, mm-hmm. 50000 to 115000 So, you know, fairly close in that. Okay. But in 2021, so 13 years, 
Sotomayor's financial disclosure revealed her investments totaled between $15 million and $6.4 million. That's a pretty 1. big range. $1.5 million. Does that say 15? Okay, 15, yeah, and 6.4. Yeah, it shocked me how they did it. Uh, last year, her investments were between 1.6 and 6.6 million. She did write a book, though, didn't she? I, I think she's written a book, right? Mm -hmm. But you don't know who's buying the book. Yeah. I mean, that's been the claim for a long time is a lot of these politicians write a book. Yeah. Some mega donor buys X numbers of copies of it, mm -hmm. chunks it in a warehouse or gives it away for free somewhere mm -hmm. or just says, I'll send you the check. Yeah. I don't want the books. Yeah. I'd love to see them delivered anyway. But that's kind of been my thought for years is somebody's buying all these books yeah. and it's just a way of funneling money through the books. Mm -hmm. But I have no idea that because that's just all me alleging something. Yeah. But it's interesting that they do have a lot. But or anyway. The author buys the books and gives them out yeah. to everyone as gifts forever. It's funny. You've not read the story. And it says in one of the paragraphs, the sharp increase in Sotomayor's wealth raises serious question about where she's receiving her extra income. That's not me. That's the story. I would just say it's questioning. One source in her is her book deals, including her memoir and several children's books, wow. which have made her at least $3.7 and provided six-figure royalty payments annually. Royalty payments? Yeah. They have staying power on the shelves I, enough that she's still getting royalty look, payments? If you get elected... There's perks. That's a perk. She just got a point. She got it. That's a perk. It. It's a perk, I think. Dude. Yeah. It's 100% perk. All right. We only have a few minutes before we have to go into. So we okay. have. We hold have. Hold my beer. Hold, we just did hold my beer. We have. That is it really safe? Okay. Is it really safe? Is it really safe? So I got something in the mail today. Okay. And it made me question, is it really safe? All right. So I got invited to the Global Excavation Safety Conference. So it's a conference about safety. Okay. They picked a city that I considered not to be safe. And if I went mm -hmm. there, they might need an excavator to bury me. New Orleans, New Orleans, not which is fast rising as one of the murder capitals in the United States. Yeah, that's sad. I love New Orleans. I don't know if I consider it safe to go to a safety meeting in New Orleans. I know I don't consider it safe to have a safety meeting in Detroit or Chicago. Yeah. But New Orleans is fast rising up the list. Well, I saw that and I thought, I'm not sure you guys understand what safety is. If you're is. looking for people who are experienced with excavators, maybe murderers trying to hide bodies, are your target demo. I, you might be right. You might be right. they don't want to also end up dead. While, while so getting rid of, of the, the person excavator. you have murdered, yes. we need you to make sure you call 811 so you do not dig up a water main yeah. or a sewer main or God forbid a fiber optic cable and cut out people's internet. Kill the power to the levees. Kill the power, yes. So you need, maybe that's why they're doing it there. Yeah. Maybe they're going to have live demonstrations. See? Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm figuring it out one no, way or the other. Robin, no way. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, I wasn't planning on it. There's a few cities that I are on. New Orleans. I went once. I'm never going again. The last time I went was I took again. the kids February of 2021 because they canceled Mardi Gras because of all of the mm -hmm. stuff with something that happened in 2020. Um, they canceled Mardi Gras. And so in order to keep all of the artisans in in business, People volunteered their houses yes. and fundraised to pay the artisans to decorate their houses mm -hmm. as Mardi Gras floats. 
And so I was like, well, this is the only time that it's safe for me to take my kids to see Mardi Gras floats because there's not like drunk people and boobies everywhere. Were we there, there just, had to be somebody standing just, on the porch flashing the world. No, no way. And so we just drove through like the pretty, pretty neighborhoods and saw all of these gorgeous houses decked out in Mardi Gras floats and some businesses had them out front. It was super fun. We hung out in Jackson Square. We did the mm -hmm. the mule carriage mm -hmm. rides, which were fun. And we had beignets in, in New Orleans. What's a beignet? A beignet is a donut. Okay. It's a, it's a fancy French donut in Cafe du Mom in New Orleans is famous for them. And my husband makes beignets. And if you live in our neighborhood, you know that... You know, whenever my husband has a craving for beignets, that you're just going to randomly get a knock on your door and a plate of warm, sugary beignets delivered to your front step. I would like a text message next time that happens. It happened on Sunday. It happened. Thanks, Louie. Appreciate it, Louie. Know you listen from time to time. You'll just have to schedule dinner at our house next no, time no. with beignets as dessert. I'm a capitalist. Louie, I'm willing to prepare Darcy <laughs> trade Darcy cookies for beignets. <laughs> I would not ask for anything for free. Okay. I can make a trade. Darcy cookies. So the thing is, is that beignets. with beignets, you want them hot. You want mm -hmm. them right out of the fryer. Bouillet beignets. Bouillet beignets. I want a bouillet beignets. And so that's why the neighbors get them because they don't hold. You can't keep them to the next day. And so we eat as many as we want as we're delivering them to the neighbors as okay. well. Okay. Uh, so that's why the neighbors all I, get. I will drive hot out of yeah. the oven Darcy chocolate chip yeah. cookies to the bouillets for bouillet beignets. Bouillet beignets. Okay. Mm -hmm. I got this. This is a deal. I, I Everything I can negotiate. Yeah. I got okay. this. All right. So uh, we're going to try it. Right? right. So here's what we're going to try. Um, Fox News has lost a third to two thirds of their viewership oh, since no. they got rid of some host mm -hmm. named TC. So mm -hmm. TC is no longer with them. Mm -hmm. and they have been struggling in the ratings. They have shuffled the deck. Everybody gets yeah. a new time slot tonight, which is a little happier for me because if I am can't sleep at 10 o'clock, I can go watch Greg Gutfeld, and it'll be over by 11, which I usually am asleep, but I'm still going to DVR it. Okay. But Gutfeld's the only one I'm still watching. Mm -hmm. I, I'm i curious, do you and do you people that, that are out there in the comments say, think that shuffling the deck at Fox is going to bring people back? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. I don't either. No. I think people are so mad when they think they've been taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. And right now, I think they look at Fox and they say, we think Fox has taken advantage of us. Fox and News has been biting the hand that feeds them for nigh on a decade. So it's just been getting worse and worse and worse. And uh, yeah, they're not the company that people thought they were mm -hmm. and the company that people were willing to back. and. People have told them to pound sand. I don't think shuffling the deck's going to help. I don't think so either. I honestly do not. Here's the sincere. It's not going to. The there, there's nothing I'm going to watch that I wasn't. And the only person that I've consistently watched since TC left the network is Gutfeld. Yeah. That's it. Because mm -hmm. it's funny and I can laugh and at stuff. And I have walked into this studio and he's been watching Gutfeld and he belly laughs his way yeah. through Gutfeld. <laughs> Funny. I can't confirm. <laughs> it's funny. I'm waiting till I get called well, to be on the show. if you have crap cards in a poker game, if you continually shuffle your crap cards, that's not going to make them better. 
a different order isn't going to make it better. See, I think it's a little different. I think if Fox keeps this up, they're not going to be playing poker because poker requires other people at the table. Mm -hmm. They're going to be playing solitaire. Solitaire, yeah. I think they're going to be playing. And then you start, instead of doing three cards, you do the one card cheat. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think they've just, they've burned a lot of bridges. And even, I'm not saying that the hosts are crap there. Mm -hmm. um, like my analogy might suggest. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you don't have, you've lost trust from your audience. Gutfeld, so, they do. They, and that's why Gutfeld hasn't, because he's kept the same audience. He's mm -hmm. been the same crazy person since he was on Red Eye mm -hmm. in the middle of the night. Every mm -hmm. once in a while I couldn't step and I'd find him on Red Eye and I'd be like, this guy's nuts. Yeah. And then you'd go, then he got the 11 or the, yeah, the 11 o'clock slot. And you're like, mm -hmm. okay, I'll watch a little bit more. But mm -hmm. yeah, his best joke last week, Geraldo appeared on The View mm -hmm. and he said, finally, a guest that has a better mustache than the hosts. It's good. As a woman Come on, it age, was good. That hurts. I <laughs> 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 thought it was so good. I thought it was hilarious. Your cousin might watch Gutfeld now. You should. Gutfeld's <laughs> funny. He's really good. Um, I don't know how much longer he's going to be on there, but he's really, really good. Yeah. Because he, he just has a lot of fun making fun of people. Yes. Which is really kind of, it's, it's, he's not mean about it either. All right, we have. Aside uh, from the mustache joke, I have to go home and use you, my no-no. Have you watched The View? I don't like The View, ladies. It's unwatchable. It's like I some of the, the it's, honestly, the it's like some concerns. of the stuff it's on Fox and Prime Time right now. It's, it's unwatchable. I just can't do it. Yeah. You, I mean, to me, if you're going to tell me something, be invested in it. Yeah. Don't tell me something because you want my, my, me to watch and I want my clicks and my views. So you can make money with your advertisers. That's you're I just. I think investment is the problem with Fox uh, News. I think it's the people who are invested mm, in Fox News that have changed um, how Fox News interacts uh, with the world and their audience. Well, it was nice while it lasted. It was nice while it lasted. I'm trying out some new, new news sources. Oh, new news. It was all good. It was good. Was you know? Yeah. I wasn't really committed. I hadn't asked them to get engaged or anything from a news standpoint, so I'm okay with it. Okay. I can date other news agencies. I broke up it with them a long time ago. It doesn't matter to me. As well as the entire cable system. <laughs> I I have been avoiding the text messages, though. Yeah. Yeah. I've been ghosting them. I feel like you get a lot of text messages <laughs> from politicians and news sources. I do. I bring in all kinds of stuff, including being invited to the Global <laughs> Excavation Safety Conference. There's a masquerade night. That's why I'm not going. Come on. You should go to masquerade no, night. Oh, no. <laughs> I just, I like being me. I don't like yeah. being somebody else. All right. True. So here's our five questions. We have 12 minutes. 12 minutes, five right. questions. So would you rather fight off? Going to get attacked by one of these. A bear, a lion, an alligator, or a shark? A bear, a lion. An, an alligator, alligator or a shark? Or a shark. None of them, all of them dangerous. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with alligator. Why? Well, I'm definitely going with a cold-blooded animal over a warm-blooded animal because just prey drive is less on a cold-blooded animal. I, I have to agree with you because the bears and the lions are, they're, they're big. They're warm-blooded. They got to eat all the time. They're big. They're powerful, right? I mean, not that an alligator's not. Mm-hmm. 
but hopefully an alligator, you're in shallow enough water that you could, you can fight or defend yourself. Well, you but could also be on land but with an alligator. Yeah, you could. You have a shot. Yeah. You get drug in the water, you're done. But the shark, man, you're in his environment. Yeah. When you're knee deep in the water, you're in his environment. Much like Elon Musk. My signature move <laughs> when fighting an opponent <laughs> is to sit on it and hope that uh, it gives up. Which is, and alligators have 98 muscles to open their mouths, but only four, or sorry, they have 98 muscles to close mm -hmm. their mouth, but only four to open their mouths. So if I plan my jump right, I can sit on that gator's head and hold on for dear yeah. life. Mm -hmm. And I can wear it out until I can just walk away. Yeah. And it decides it doesn't want a piece of me. Mm -hmm. A shark, you can also, um, there's a couple of different ways that you can kind of like sensory tweak a shark. Yeah, I love but, the sensory too. Just hold the nose. Well, yeah, because the mouth's not near the nose. So what could bad yeah, happen so there? There's a smaller margin for error on a shark. And I'm only going to be facing that situation yeah. in the water where yeah. I have no advantages yeah. at all. I could potentially be on land with an alligator and I'm not fighting a warm-blooded animal. You can have nightmares all night long about all four of those now. You okay. started it. I did start it. <laughs> I did. I did, I did, I did. Um, let's see. So we talked about this earlier. Favorite ice cream topping. If I'm going to be doctoring up ice cream on my own and it's not just already done, mm -hmm. then um, yeah, it's going to be hot cocoa powder. I love adding hot cocoa powder to ice cream. All right. So magic shell is like good. a close second. Yeah. Magic shell is not bad. You like the crunch? I do. I like the crunch part, but I'm going to tell you. Are you a creme brulee guy? No, I don't like it. No? No. Okay. No, it's too French for me. I didn't know if you It's like, just too French for me. I can't crunch, do it. If the crunch carried over no. to other desserts. I don't, I don't like that. Okay. No. i tell you what the best topping is M&M's. Oh, yeah? M&M's are the best topping. Huh? Or mini chocolate chips come in a close second. I could do mini chocolate chips. M&M's, I feel like they're going to freeze even harder than they already are. And it's going to yes. hurt my teeth. They're awesome. I don't like frozen... Somewhere my dentist my is teeth. listening, going, "Don't ever do that again." They're really good. They're really, really good. No, that's those are my 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 kind of my favorite too. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Those those are my favorite. I I wrote a favorite something, but I I can't remember. <laughs> can't read it. I'll have to go back and favorite try to figure Seinfeld this out. Reference. Oh yes, thank you. You can read that scribbling. I can't read that. Yeah. I'm uh, a homeschool mom. I can read all. Yeah. Kind of all scribble. right. So favorite <laughs> Seinfeld reference. Favorite Seinfeld and reference. Those of you that are watching, you got to let us know. Favorite Seinfeld reference. Yeah. Ooh, butter pecan ice cream with a drizzle of amaretto. That's really good. That's a good one, Keely. <laughs> that might mm -hmm. be the winner. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Keely says shark. Yeah, I know. I, I've been really close to some big sharks. Yeah. Fortunately, they have not been interested in me. I've been pretty big. I've been close to big sharks also. Yeah. I've been in the water with a lot of sharks, but I haven't been on a surfboard like a weenie. I've been actually in the water with them. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I have swam with um, very large sharks and I've helped to train small sharks. You, you go right ahead training them to swim away from humans. I'll be very happy. I'll um, hire you to do that. So, favorite Seinfeld rest reference, Barbara Jean, King of Your Domain. I think it's Master, was it Master of Your Domain or was it King of Your Domain? Well, they sailed a lot of different ways. Yes. I am King of the Castle. King of the Castle, that's what it was. I am Master of My Domain. Um, so, yeah, 
There's a few different ways. These pretzels are making me thirsty are a very good one. Okay. Um, there's the Outriding Fences guy. What was that song? Um, the guy that Elaine dated. Uh, Dwight Yoakam? No, he was... Why I Love It? There was a song that he would, like, space out into Outriding Fences. When she broke up with him, she said he was Outriding oh. Fences. Um, I would have to say that... The pool was cold is probably my funniest uh, reference. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada, yada. Yada, yada. Because it was like, you didn't know. And they're like, oh, they're all doing the yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, she finally explains, well, what is yada, yada? Oh, I spent time in prison and I got paroled and then got put back in prison. And then I discovered this. And he's like, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that the yada, yada, yada. Because I feel like as a contractor dealing with subcontractors, mm -hmm. they don't say yada, yada, yada. There's a lot of yada, But there's, yada. A, there's a lot that you have to pause, right? Yeah. I'm going to be there on Wednesday. What Wednesday? Yeah. Right? I'm going to finish in August. What year? Right? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot in there that they're not telling like you. Like money pit? Yeah. Everyone's going to be finished in two weeks? Yeah, that's... Two weeks from when? <laughs> such a joke. No one in construction says two weeks. We mm -hmm. say four weeks. Oh, okay. Hollywood. Stupid dummies. Of course, no one's <laughs> writing your stuff or acting in it now. So my least favorite <laughs> Seinfeld reference is man hands because I have very large hands. And my brother would tell me I had man hands because he was jealous. My hands are bigger than him. <laughs> they were bigger than his until he was in his 20s. I, I, yeah, there are so many great references yeah. in Seinfeld along the way. I mean, mm -hmm. it just it was one of those things that every time you, you saw that. And then the, I, I think the episode where King of the Castle. Yeah, Master, I missed the first three or four minutes of that show. Uh -huh. There was no DVR back then, right? Yeah. You couldn't rewind it. And, and so, so you're like, what are we talking so about? So I, I never got, I watched the entire show. <laughs> I call my brother the next day. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Seinfeld was pretty funny last night. But I couldn't figure out what the bet was about. Uh -huh. And he's like, you watched the entire show? I said, no, I missed the first four or five minutes. He's like, this is what the bet was about. <laughs> And then I laughed for like the rest of the day thinking of all yeah. the references in there that I completely missed because I didn't know what the bet was. So, yes. Keely mentions command, Commando. Yes. Um, I'm out there, I'm out there, Jerry, and I'm loving every minute of it. That was a great <laughs> line from the Commando reference show. <laughs> and Seinfeld looks at him and, you don't understand what's happening. The only thing between him and us is a thin layer of aubergine. That is exactly right. <laughs> yep. Yep. SpongeBob is a good one, one too. Yeah, there were so many so really many. good references in that show. Yeah. All right. Um, the Frogger reference. Yeah. So we kind of did ice cream, but best dessert other than ice cream. Okay. Best. If you're gonna eat dessert, best dessert other than ice cream. And again, we have completely, conclusively confirmed that eating more ice cream, <laughs> a third a more than what you're eating now, will make you skinnier. Because we ate more ice cream in the 1980s than we did now, and we were all skinnier than we are now. So I'm just saying, yeah. You don't need to look deeper into that. Double you don't dip need the to chip. look into yeah, don't be a double dipper. Um, you don't need to look deeper into that. You don't need to look at ingredients then versus now. Yeah. You don't need to look at activity levels then versus now. None of that's important. It's just the ice cream, folks. Or body metabolism. Um, yeah. Metabolism. Okay. All right. So best dessert other than ice cream. Um, best dessert. So Louie and I started having creme brulee together when we were dating. So that's a nostalgic dessert for us. There's a Seinfeld episode about that. There is. 
together. <laughs> but we, one of our first dates out at a restaurant was at no Amici's. No soup for you. Yeah. That's another um, Was at yeah. Amici's and um, we had the creme brulee there. And so there was always the like kind of standoff. We'd share it. Who's going to crack mm-hmm. it? And so when it was always a big deal if you let me crack it first. And so that's probably creme brulee. Creme brulee. Uh, I'm an apple pie. Apple pie. Don't warm, put fruit in my dessert. Really <laughs> warm apple pie. And I will take ice cream or whipped cream on the apple yeah. pie. Um, and then key lime pie is a very close second. I like key lime pie. Key lime pie is, that. That's those are my two kind of go-to ones. But there isn't like actual fruit in a key lime pie. It's just the juice. I'm okay with that. What is, are you an anti-fruit type? I don't, yeah. I'm an See, another Seinfeld type. reference that we got mixed in there. You, we need to do an entire show. <laughs> Sean, just on just Seinfeld. Seinfeld but we're bringing Davey in for that one. <laughs> yeah. If we, do, if we do a Seinfeld show, it has, we'll have to have Davey in. Okay. We'll flip a coin whether Troy or Pete gets the other invite. All right. We'll see. Yeah, because that would be awesome. Peach cobbler is another great one. Yeah. I just, I don't like fruit in my dessert. Uh, I love apple pie. I'm not a pie girl. Love apple pie. I feel like pie is the stew equivalent in desserts. You would never have made, what was the show? Um, It was some quirky show. Um, Kyle McLaughlin was in it. He was a detective in the pie. They always talked about the pie. Yeah. Oh, man. You guys will let us know. It was a detective show was really weird. It was hot for like a couple of years. Um, yeah. Tall Pines or something. I can't remember what it was. Twin Pines. Twin Pines. That was Twin Peaks. Twin, Twin Pines. Peaks. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. That one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that took a second. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so end of the show. Yeah. We got a couple of best cover song. Best cover song. Best cover song ever. Best cover song. Well, I already told the story about how um, I made an entire like lacrosse team mad at me because I told them that I liked um, Watchtower by Dave Matthews and they were very Oh, angry. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So my best cover of a song that was pretty good mm-hmm. by Michael Jackson, which was Smooth Criminal, uh-huh. and then Alien Ant Farm covered it. Yeah. And it made it into like, a heavy metal song. Yeah. I love that song. So Johnny, <laughs> I, was like, I wasn't a big dry dealer, but I was like, man, that's just, I love what they did to this. Yeah. Johnny Cash has a really good cover of a Nine Inch Nails song, Hurt. Oh, it's a wonderful cover it's song. It's a wonderful it's cover. It's an amazing cover and song. It just, yeah. That song makes me cry. I have to listen to it every yep. now and again. Shannon's got a good one by Whitney Houston. Yeah, that is a cover. Yeah. Dolly Parton song. song. Yes, it's a, and it's a great cover. Yeah. And the reason I got on this is Luke Combs is currently covering Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, uh-huh. which I was not a fan of the song back then. I'm yeah. still not a fan. It just, uh-huh. it doesn't, she was incredibly successful with it. He's incredibly successful with it, but yeah, it's just really interesting. Well, because to he covered the song, yeah. she is now the um, first, I think, black woman songwriter credit, like only a single songwriter credit. Um, as a black woman, like the highest earning one or something like that, there was some first with that, some milestone. Uh, see, depending on how high that. it gets up, I think it may be uh, written a song in country music. Yeah. I mean, it's, I just think, it, look, anytime someone covers another song, I think it's really an ode to the other artist. Hey, I really, mm-hmm. I thought your work was good and, and I want to participate that. Or I want to put a new twist on it. There are, next week we'll do worse cover songs. Okay. Because there are horribly bad cover and songs. And there's another song that um, I've recently heard. I'm going to have to look it up though because it's slipping my mind. But I've 
it was a big song in the 90s, I believe. And it just sounds like this peppy fun song. But when you slow it down, mm-hmm. it's super sweet. And so um, people are starting to record it slow because it's like a, a very sweet song. I'll have to figure it out and I'll talk about it next week. The Sound of Silence. I don't know how you could make. Yeah. Boy, if you were listening to The Sound of Silence in like middle school, I don't know how you weren't depressed. Oh, The Sound of Silence by Disturbed. So Disturbed is a band that, mm-hmm. and they did a cover of Sound of Silence. And Simon someone, and Garfunkel. Somebody put mm-hmm. it over uh, footage of 9-11 on one of the anniversaries. Ooh. And that's a really touching video. I've shown that video to my kids uh, on the anniversary of 9-11. So they get an idea of, you know, what happened. And Yeah. Okay. So we started the show with a little bit of sad stuff. Kind We're going to end the show. With a, we're going to cemetery this thing. I'm sorry. But we will be back tomorrow. Yeah. And we'll have guests later this week. I have no idea what they, but we will have guests. All right. Thank you all. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.